Yeah, what up world, it's your boy Pretty Tony live right here on Block Talk Radio. Can I play a play? Every Sunday, 2.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Check out the website, www.playersuniversitysygu.com. Pick your copy up of the new book, Who Is She and What Is She to You by Yours Truly. Also get a copy of Playerology or Player Step Your Game Up for my trilogy, huh? I'll let your boy, one love, pretty Tony, in the mouth. Another Sunday evening, you know. We scooting through the neighborhood, black on black Cadillac. K did scooted down in the back, you know, scoping the scene out, watching who's watching us so that we can watch them. Trying to see who's gonna get us so we can get them first. Y'all know how we do around here. Welcome to the show, Can I Play a Play in the Building, your boy Pretty Tony. K Dizzle, the usual suspect. Glad to have you. Thank you for joining in. Uh want to give mad love out for everybody that checks us out in the archives, listen to us live, keeps up with the movement. We greatly appreciate you. 
matter of fact, I know a lot of y'all love KB Voice, so I'm going to let him express his appreciation to y'all, too. Oh, absolutely, boy, because without our, our loyal listeners, we wouldn't be able to still be standing tall and strong three years three years later and going. So definitely we want to extend uh, our definite love and appreciation for all our listeners, all our supporters, uh, all our well wishes, and uh, even more to all our haters, because without you, we wouldn't have no soup unleaded in our gas tank to keep going. So I want to bless you, too. Uh, <laughs> gotta keep it fair. Okay. Gotta, we ain't got no regular <laughs> No. Yes, we gotta identify the haters and say what's up to them. To welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Today's episode: Some people will sell their souls to buy a little attention. We all know somebody like that personally. We have seen them. You know what I mean? Look at me, look at me, look at me. Attention is never enough. I'm not going to start off with the ladies today. I'm going to start off with the fellas because, ladies, I get y'all emails and y'all be mad at me talking about we tend to ride on the ladies. So, you know, I'm an equal opportunity offender. So let me start off with the fellas this week, you know. We all got that homeboy. We out in the club. We're trying to get our Mac on. You know, we're on a social environment somewhere. We're trying to do our thing. And he's just always the one, always got to be up front first. You know, you're trying to talk to somebody, he's trying to talk to them at the same time. You know, you walk away, he macking to whoever you're talking to. You know, you got the homeboy that likes the spotlight, can't help it, crazy. Wants your stilo, his stilo, everybody's stilo. And if you say something to him about it, you hating on him. It's always somebody hating on him. Why is that, fellas? What are we driven by? What what what's that void where we got a constant me, me, me? I, 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 you know, you're in the middle of the dance floor. We all know I don't give a damn how good your phone is. If you're in the middle of the dance floor, you ain't talking to nobody on your cell phone, dog. Come on. I think just a lot call of that. brother in the club. Go ahead, KD. No, I was just gonna say, man, you know, a lot a lot of guys don't recognize that's still another form of uh, insecurity. You know, insecurity and uh, lack of self-esteem, or should I say low self-esteem. Okay, okay. You know, come on, man. Uh, a lot of you cats walking around with glass in your ears, you know, big old, but not even silver, silver-plated jewelry on uh, 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 with the rings, with the crystals in them. And, you know, you floating around here like you're doing something, man. Dog, we all know you can't be on the bus stop catching number 12 if you've got a four-cat airing in your ear. Seriously? Seriously. Come on now. Damn, somebody else want to join that quick. I bet you this, Joe. Hold on. One, 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 welcome to the show. How can we help you? Yeah, hey, what's going on? What's going on, brother? All right, this is Mr. Solution. Look, I, I think this is a uh, a very, very important subject. Uh, and remember who's the driver of this. Uh, women tend to be the drivers of this uh, attention whorism, this, this, this craving. Not that some guys don't do it, but what guys are usually trying to do, even the good guys, is they're trying to, quote, unquote, impress the women. Now, the women could call a halt to all this superficiality, by just developing a conversation themselves. Uh, they say there are how many women? Uh, I don't believe this, but they say there are, are, are between five and ten women to every man. Now, uh, yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah, if those women are uh, creating open and honest uh, conversation, then, of course, uh, that could really address a lot of what we're talking about. Because, see, we have to have a goal in mind. Many of us don't, but we need to develop that. The woman, and we use the term attention whore, because usually what they're doing is flaunting their bodies, and it's natural for a man to be attracted to a woman's body, and vice versa. But women are allowed to uh, use their bodies as walking billboards, and they're just behaving inappropriately, because usually... 
they don't have anything to go along with that, you know, attractive exterior. It's just all exterior and nothing else. And so I think we need to get this in order so that we understand it. And that is many good men want to talk to these women and be in the company of these women, but unfortunately, as you know and I know, this is not what a lot of these women are about. The flossing is an end in itself. Okay, okay. My brother came in with some solution. As usual, came in with some strong points. So, uh, so what? We're, we're laying the blame at the feet of females for, for, for this epidemic? Primarily. Pri- See, because look, if we don't want to solve the problem, let's just put up a sign saying bullshit. Okay? If we want to solve the problem, let's solve the problem. So, so, so some of that. Now, my brother. I'm going to go to a point with you on that, but I also want to add on to what you just said. I want to ask you this question. Could also some of this flossing be, be traced back to um, a deprived childhood or not having enough in life or, or like K. Diddy said, some measure of insecurity about oneself that maybe don't have nothing to do with women. It's just something that we're dealing with that since we ain't never had nothing, we need, you know, we didn't get enough attention at home. Me, 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 look at me, look at me. Well, a lot of it is that on both accounts. You're right. That is that is true, but it's, it's kind of like people try to, uh, you know, demonstrate to people who don't matter. And, it's, it, it, you know, you can look at us as a group, and a lot of what we do overall is superficial, both men and women. But what I'm doing is I'm carving, I'm carving out a niche to say that we need to start effectively communicating. We've played the games enough. We've gotten kicked around enough uh, by the circumstances. So if we want to pull out of this uh, absolute uh, dysfunctionalism, we've got to develop a healthy communication strategy. And we know that men want to talk to women, and, and consequently women want to talk to men. We need to encourage them to do that and stop all the pretentiousness. You, you know, if, you, if you've heard me, and I don't know if you have, I've spoken of a bottle of water and a walk in the park for healthy, enhanced communication. It's very simple. Every damn body can do it, and we can get rid of the games. I got a question for you, Mr. Solution. Wait a minute. Before you ask me the question, what do you think about what I just said? No, I'm, I'm agreeing with you, and, and I'm just taking it to a, a, a next level because I, after identifying a solution, because my take on that is that men have forgot to be men. Therefore, women have also forgot how to be women. So we both got up this big force field. So what is your thing on how do we remedy the situation? We know what the situation is, but, but how do we? Excellent how, question, how and I have an equally excellent answer. Start communicating. Nothing works if we don't communicate. But see, Many my of problem, us don't hold up. That, that was what I'm saying, though. See, now we both got up this force field. The men got up this force field because they feeling less than. They feeling inadequate. They feeling insecure with their stuff. So now the woman, she know her thing ain't right either. So now she got up her force field, too. So in the process of trying to communicate, we're really not. We're talking at each other and not to each other because ain't nobody listening. I, so well, this, well, no, I understand that, and, and that's a good parsing of, of the uh, situation. I'll address it uh, thus. Uh, I talk about the three ways of meeting people. Uh, a, introducing themselves to B, that can be man to woman. B, introducing themselves to A, that's woman to man, and women are perfectly capable of doing that. And, of course, uh, uh, C, uh, where C, a third party, introduces A and B. Now, that is absolutely the best way to do it. Now, look, we can talk about this. We can talk about doing a necessary thing or neglecting to do it. The point is, if you're overweight and unhealthy and the doctor tells you you need to reduce your cholesterol and get out there on the track and work out, that's, just, that, that's equivalent to what's called a morpheme. That's an irreducible uh, entity. 
do it. You, you, you know, you adopt the phrase of Nike, just do it. And believe you me, what we consider important, we do it. We do it. We don't argue about it. We do it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I might have to disagree with that one too, boy, because there's some ignorant people out there. You know, when you think about it, like, look, man, you need to quit smoking or else you're going to die of cancer. You know, right, your lungs right. are screwed up. And what the fools do, they sit up and tell you some super intelligent shit like, well, you got to die from something. And then they continue to smoke, and then they die, and then their family want to be around crying, be crocodile-ass tears, and I'm trying to figure out why you're crying. It, like, it ain't like he didn't know. Well, hopefully that's oh, a minority. No, hold, hold I, I hear on. what you're saying. Hold on, KBD. That is kind of harsh right there, though. But seriously, you seriously stand behind that statement. Man, listen. I'm with my brother, Mr. Solution, here. If you know something is what it is, the doctor then told you if you continue this activity, you continue on this route you're on, you're going to die. And you choose brother, to make that my, choice. My, my, that's my, what my you brother. want to do. What? I'm holding people accountable. I'm holding people accountable. And I understand holding people accountable, but as with anything else in life, even when the doctor tells you, let's uh, let's be realistic. In theory, what you're both saying is is cool, but but in practical application, we also must understand that first of all, even though you've been told that. It is a behavior that you've been performing. Even fronting, smoking cigarettes, eating, whatever it is. Man, listen, you know, if you told if you continue to uh, smoke, you're going to die, and you know physically yourself, your body's telling you every day that it's not healthy, it's not well. You know yourself, in spite of what anybody else tells you. I'm talking about you. You know yourself, and you're going to tell me your mind is going to tell you to do something completely different. Yes, yes, it is because that's what my mind has programmed me to, to, to do. Just well, like your program, your no program is programming you to die. That's all I'm hearing. Cause that's you what go. your choice is. You make the it. Field. <laughs> so, the, the, the sports field that y'all are discussing is going to simply take a walk with a bottle of water, which, by the way, Mr. Solution, is something that I encourage. I may not use a bottle of water, but I encourage people to just talk. I well, they don't make ripple no more. Food. Tony, they don't make ripple no more. You might find white hey, quartz somewhere. Alcohol brings the truth out. Alcohol does bring the truth out, my brother, but we ain't encouraging people to drink. We we have healthy solutions today. Now, okay. going back to what you both said about the force field and, 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 and the flaws and, and Dr. telling you, these behaviors were developed over a period of time. So one can't just get up and turn them off like a light switch. It is a process. If you um, want to live, what's the process? What's the process if you okay. want to live? I want to give you I want to give you case in point, and I want you both gentlemen to listen to me. Steve Jobs is probably one of the preeminent inventors, thinkers of this last 20th century and 21st so far. Highly intelligent man, functional man, an inventive genius. High IQ, all things that are off the Richter scale. The truth has been revealed about Mr. Jobs that he knew he had the pancreatic cancer and he needed the surgery. He was told that he would not live without the surgery, but he still did not get the surgery until it was too damn late. And, and that was a choice he made, correct? Yes, that was a knowledge, that was, as you described, this is a, a, a a borderline genius, so I'm sure he had enough common sense to know that doctors wasn't blowing smoke up his butt. He made a decision. He made a rational, intelligent decision, just like people decide to want to commit suicide. He made a decision, and that's and that's what he did. So I'm not faulting him for that, but that's different, Tony. He made a decision. He knew what he was doing. Yeah, I mean, yes, he did, but we're going back to the force field. How do you turn it off? Mr. Solution said that, you know, we spend too much time fronting and flossing. Yeah, we do. We spend way too much time fronting and flossing. But if that which we are trying to attract only relates to the fronting and flossing, how can I do otherwise when my whole goal is to get honey drip across the room to come say something to me? And if I say it in the background, she ain't stepping to me. She's stepping to the dude that I'm achieving more swagger. She's stepping to the dude Mm-hmm. Over there going all out while a gentleman may be in the corner trying to play his position. She won't give him the damn time of day. 
Right. I, I can answer that if my mic is still open. Yes, go ahead. All right, thank you. Now, see, this is the thing as to whether we are geared toward an answer. Now, I solve problems all the time, starting with mine, and I resolve other people's problems. But what I notice uh, before I often enter into negotiation is whether or not a person has a good faith intention to resolve the issue. But nevertheless, uh, the uh, situation here requires a prioritization of communication. Unless some of us prioritize communication in order to create what's known as critical mass or inertia, see, because most people are just followers anyway, all right? Most people are not harbingers, they're not innovators, they're not pioneers. And that's okay, that's fine. But what we have to do, those of us who know, we have to prioritize communication. And the way we do that is, first of all, by making the statement, and then, of course, by doing it. There are a lot of good men and women out there who will never meet. Why? Because they have no, uh, what I would call, a motivator or, or stimulator. They have no one to bring them together. You see, when God created Adam and Eve, uh, Eve wasn't created on the other side of the garden, and Adam had to hunt for her uh, where she was uh, eluding him, hiding from him. So there was no chase in this intelligent transaction. What happened was you had an interested party, i.e. God, that brought the two together, presented them to each other. Same place, same time, same purpose. And so that's what we have to do. We don't have pur purposeful communication. And when you look at the most of us or the gist of us, and you guys are two sharp guys, I'm just listening to your word exchange, uh, you know that in order to do something, you have to prioritize it, prioritize it. And we have not done that. And what we need to do is to do that. See how that works out. And I guarantee you, if you promote the walk in the park and the bottle of water, uh, juxtaposed to the bling-bling, show-chase-me, uh, fronting, attention-whoring, whether it's men or women, you will see a market change in the behavior of men and women. I'll I, I give you that, Mr. Solution, because there is some truth to that, because one of the lessons that I've had to teach myself over the years is the word, putting things in order like you suggest. What is the priority? And you know, I ask people all the time, one of my favorite questions to people is to what avail? And they'd be like, what are you saying? I say, figure it out. All these actions we do, what is the end game? What is the end game of what we're doing right here? Where do you hope for this whole thing to escalate? I tell brothers all the time, I wrote, I wrote this in the book, who is she and what is she to you? For all you folks out there, get a copy of that book. I wrote it in that book. I said, present yourself for who and what you are. You can't come through the door as a red lobster, wolf gang puck, uh, uh, emerald kind of guy, while in your heart you know your budget is on some Danny McDonald's and Applebee's. you got to come through the door, and this is who I am. Because, you know, I can grab all the attention that I want to and and floss all I want to, but once you get beyond the glitz and the glam, the real me is still standing there. And now how much longer can I front for? You know what I mean? Going back to the brothers in the clubs again, using their rent money to go pop bottles on Saturday, knowing damn well the rent due on Monday the 1st, they want to sit up and have an attitude with the landlord and everybody else because you did not prioritize. You needed that attention in the nightclub. You needed that momentary satisfaction so you don't lose your rent money and the child support money, and now you've got an attitude. you got to put things in order, gentlemen. Y'all really got to put things in order on some real stuff. Selling your soul for a little bit of attention. Now I'm going to ease up off the fellas for a minute, and I'm directly going to aim to be at the ladies. You know, when you step out a certain way, you can't ask a brother not to look at you if your tits spilling out of your mini dress. Or every time you walk, your your, your um, the mini skirt rises above your butt cheek and so your thong. You are going to get a certain kind of attention. How can you be angry when you came out like that? 
What is the end game of what you're doing? What is it that you, when you put on that song and that simple little dress that can barely hold it and you stepped out that you was going out, what did you think was going to walk up? Your pastor was going to walk up and shake your hand? Yeah, the pastor going to shake your hand, but I guarantee you where the pastor's eyes are going to be. How much of your soul are you willing to give up for some attention? Groupies and such out there, they get into crazy situations all in the quest for attention, not knowing that your attention is nothing going to be nothing more than momentary. Ponder on that for a minute, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Solutions, please stay with us because I like having conversations with you, brother. We'll be right back. Uh, we're going to do a little bit of world movement here. Hold on. Sunny. Yesterday my life was saying the drain. Sunny, you smiled at me and really ate the pain. Now the dark days are gone and the bright days are here. My sunny one shine so sincere. Sunny one so true. I love you. Complain or explain You simply flip my game Like cocaine in my veins Fuck you every day All up in my brain Unlike that same old thing You bring me joy, no pain What's my name? We get like baby Can't get that way with you My son, it wasn't so true May not look like a fool If it ever ran over you Enticed by all this fame But ground is still the same of my old flame got blown right out the frame. My aim, my game, no shame. Slide home, tap home plate. Feel me, I felt you. My sunny one true blue. I now see things clearer. Your face in my mirror. Reflection shine like mine. Mine is mine, just my kind. It's true, I fuck that fool. To be with you, I do what it do. Never will I blow my fuse. Never will I ever want to sing the blue. All I want to do is groove the joy every day that's spent with you. Let's take it to another black hole. Sunny, get your first. Let's skate, let's roll. Sunny, uh, uh, uh. thank you for the sunshine. Okay. Sunny. Back in the building, along with uh, Sir Diddy, 
sir. K B D Esquire, the elixir of love. Um, my man, Mr. Solution, has chimed in, as usual, with some thoughts, you know, to also a little, simulate a little conversation. We're talking about selling your soul just to buy a little bit of attention. Uh, it, I, I personally think it's gone to epidemic proportions now because all we do, you know, from the music we listen to, the culture we're a part of, people tend to talk about things they really don't have. You know, going back to, you know, I got a fancy while truth be told, the pinto broke down. Uh, how much of ourselves have we lost just to get a little bit of attention? And I'll stress it again. If you are not red lobster material, present yourself for Denny's and McDonald's, man. You are what you are because there's only so long you can front. Sir K. Diddy, you still riding, brother? Yeah, yeah. I'm here. I'm just rolling, checking you out. Absolutely. You have uh, Mr. Solutions. Are you still with us, sir? Yeah, I'm hanging. Okay, all right, brother. Glad to have you. Now, I want to go back to this thing you were talking about, taking a walk in the park with a bottle of water so that we can learn to better communicate with each other and get to know each other a lot uh, um, uh, a lot better. If somebody were to say, buy into that principle, what would be the end game for that? It's with, with that one-on-one time. Tell the good people the positive aspect of participating in that. I'm sorry, brother. If you could turn your volume up just a little bit, uh, because you're coming in a little bit, uh, uh, you know, uh, truncated. You're breaking up a little oh, bit. Oh, hold on, brother. Well, then, how about now? You got me live and direct, sir? Okay, that's that's better. Uh, ask the question again, please. All right. The question I'm asking is that earlier you were discussing taking a walk in the park with a bottle of water, and I was telling you to tell the good folks what would be the positive outcome, what would be the end game of taking off the, the, the force field and just getting to know each other one-on-one, what would be some of the more positive outcomes of if we were to take this um, symbolic walk with a bottle of water? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Good question. Uh, first of all, the end game is enjoyment of each other. Uh, I think the French call it joie de vivre, the buoyant enjoyment of, of life, as it were. And the best way to enjoy life is, is with a compatible partner. Uh, the thing is, is that, uh, we need a place. We need a, 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 low, a, a loci. We need a place, a healthy, less stressful, less expensive place to just talk. And I like to talk about negotiables uh, and non-negotiables, uh, and we can look at that in the context of needs and wants also. But what has happened is we have no plan for communicating with each other or developing anything with each other. It's all exterior. It's all for show. So that walk in the park allows you, juxtaposed to what we're doing now, and you know the old adage is the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a material change. So we're taking each other out. Women are demanding that men pay for them. Now that's unfortunate because a man doesn't owe you anything but civility. Civility, that means common courtesy. You're not his girlfriend, you're not his wife. So consequently, you don't deserve, uh, you know, the benefits of his labor. And nor does he yours, because there are some men who obviously parasite off women, just like women parasite off men. But we, got to, we, we must stop that because that's dysfunctional. And that hurts people and it sets people up juxtaposed to uh, or in opposition to this walk in the park, it's uh, virtually minimum to no expense. You already pay for that with your tax dollars. And it's less stress. It's not like going to a movie where you have to pop out 30 or $40, and then you get to know the person on the screen, not the person that you're with. So the, now some people have suggested, of course, bookstore dates, uh, coffee shop dates, uh, I'm not against those. I'm not antithetical to any of those. But I like the workout date and the uh, walk in the park and the bottle of water because I think those two 
uh, areas allow for maximum communication and also enjoyment. You can enjoy walking with someone. What what, what did one person say? Uh, uh, walking is the exercise of genius. So geniuses, get the hell at it. Uh, the thing of it is, no, no. that's are some of the, I, I think, most positive feedback there. Are you there? Yeah, thanks, somebody's burning up something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are the benefits of the walk in the park and the bottle of water. If you meet in a bookstore, you may not be able to talk and laugh and just be yourself as you could in a park. Uh, because the park just allows, as, as far as I've seen now, there could be other places, but the park is a common place that will allow for this necessary communication to take place and for people to talk about what they need. Now, what you, you guys are going to have to jumpstart people, because a lot of people don't know how to talk about money, sex, money, philosophy, religion. Uh, they don't know how to talk about that without fighting. And there may need to be some referees, but in many instances, I'm just going to go ahead and be absolutely positive, uh, there are men and women who you know that will never meet each other unless you are the agent of introduction. That's a simple fact. Just sometimes the problem is geography. You know, most of us work, we work full-time jobs. And trying to find a compatible partner is, it can be quite, um, uh, that can be quite involved. Quite a lot of work uh, needs to go into that, hence a lot of us don't have a partner. So we need to see this as a priority community uh, enterprise, and uh, more people need to participate in it. Stop being scared and introduce somebody, because the results of your doing that are greater than the results of your not doing that. And all we have to do is see the desolation that has resulted from the non-prioritization of healthy male-female relationships. Now, Mr. Solutions, I, I, I'm playing devil's advocate right now, and I, what you're saying I completely relate to. What you're saying makes sense to me and adds up in my mind because I'm a believer. But I'm going to jump to the other side of the fence right now. I'm going to play devil's advocate and say, you know, you could be all for a young lady to go to the walk, go for a walk with a bottle of water. The first thing that will come out of her, her mouth is that you cheap. You ain't trying to spend no money, Mr. Solution. And she already shut you down before you're trying to get at her. You're trying to get to know her. She already telling you you're cheap. What you mean you want us to go to the park and drink a bottle of water? Why can't we go out and eat and get to know each other, Mr. Solutions? Sound like sound like she ain't the person we need to be kicking it with anyway. She already exactly. trying to she already trying to drive the car. They ain't even got in yet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's an excellent observation. I'm going to be the devil's advocate. Uh, advocate. Uh, the thing of it is, is this: are uh, why are you feeling entitled? You're trying to get to know somebody. Is it fair? to uh, heap uh, this uh, burden upon someone that is trying to get to know you. See, we can often overstress something by doing it the wrong way and being narcissistic and selfish. So that's a fine point to raise. But let's talk about when you become meaningful to a person, uh, personally meaningful to a person, we can talk about uh, money and sex. And let me just say this. I was out with a young lady yesterday, and, and she really, really understood this uh, based on her history and what have you. If you introduce sex or money into a relationship too early, uh, those things have the potential for corrupting or derailing the possibility of getting to know the other person. Because money is a very powerful stimulant, uh, so is sex. And they, 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 like I'm saying, they tend to short-circuit the opportunity to get to know the other person. And one or both persons can end up feeling used when they put out their money or sex and things don't turn out uh, the, way, the way they want it. And the thing of it is, early on, it should be personalities that are attracted to each other, not based on money, 
not based on sex, but personalities alone. And we have to start promoting that because the 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 uh, uh, the opposing position is the madness and and uh, dysfunctional and abysmal behavior uh, that we have confronting us now. So that would be my response to that. Wait until you become a girlfriend at minimum before you start uh, feeling that you're entitled to another person's stuff. Exercise. Uh, Mr. Mr. Solution, preach on, brother. Now, now, hold on, Mr. Solution. You always pop in from time to time, and you're always a good guest on the show. Uh, where can people listen and learn more from Mr. Solutions? Hello? I guess we lost him, Mr. Solution. You there with us? Yeah, I'm okay, here. Okay, well, I'm there here. He okay, I was, I, I, was, I was asking you a question. You always come in and make such a good uh, impression on the brothers. Where can we keep up with Mr. Solution and his opinions and his strategy to a better man, a better life? Oh, I'm here right now. You're getting a full dose of me. Uh, you know, there, there's obviously more to this. But I'm just starting out with the fundamentals. So the answer is, and, and we can communicate vis-a-vis email. In fact, most of the time I donate uh, time through philanthropy to discuss these issues in a definitive way. Because l- let me just share this with you. Many people either are afraid to proffer answers or they just don't know the answers. And we need both professionals and lay people and experienced people in the community to address this problem because neither can do it alone. Now, I often consult uh, people who are in the profession, you know, and this sort of thing, but they can't resolve the problem alone because there are a lot of things that they don't see. So the answer to your question, of course, is I'm sharing, you know, I'm giving it to you straightly right now, no chaser, and if people would just do this, See, that's the thing you, you, one has got to do. When you hear good information, God won't get, will not give you more information if you won't do anything what he's already given you. In fact, there's a, there's a proverb uh, that goes along with that. It says, he who is not faithful in little will not be faithful in much. And that's true of men and women. He is generic. So uh, we can't expect to read a, to know a whole book if we won't read the first page. <laughs> well, Mr. Solution, it sounds like common sense to some is common, but common sense isn't common to a lot. Right, and 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 you you make an excellent point, and and what I point out is we need to make common sense common. Common sense is common. Because the people of whom it's common among made it common. Yeah, it's amazing, boy. If only we could remember that we had to crawl before we walk, and then that would tell a lot of people what it is exactly that they don't know. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't know what they don't know, which caused them to speak when they should be listening. Right, as it's been said, it's not what you don't know that that causes that trips you up. It's what you know that ain't so that causes the problem. So, uh, what we need to do as individuals right now, most of us know somebody, even if we have most of our relationships are superficial, but introduce a, a quality man and woman and look to do that. God was the first matchmaker. God brought the first man and woman together in the institution of marriage. Now, today, we have to date. Our society is, is not, quote-unquote, marriage-friendly. In fact, it pits the man and woman against each other. So we have to counter that. We have to counter that through, first of all, understanding it, and then simply working through it. The male-female relationship should be one of simplicity, uh, of extreme enjoyment and pleasure and growth, but very, very simple, because it's it's basic. 
but what has to happen is you have to get more people involved because relationships are of a community origin. They originate, we come from the community, our relationships are born within the community, and the purpose of them uh, for both enhancing the two individuals involved and the community in which they are involved. So relationships what, are, by what, definition, community-oriented. What about a lot of these relationships that you see nowadays are born out of necessity? What do you mean? I mean, most, a lot of times you hear women trying to get with somebody just because of their economic situation. So well, you're going to have more of that as the commu- as, as the uh, economic uh, uh, economy uh, declines. But, you know, this is what I, I've shared with women. If you earn being with a man or vice versa, but I understand what you're saying. I'm going to address it the way you said it. If a woman is worthy I am not against her being with a man who can share what he has acquired with her. If she's worthy, if she's worthy, I have no problem with that. But I do have a problem with a bitch parasite uh, claiming uh, uh, prerogatives that should not be true. And that's true of a man, too, if a man does that. But most of the time, it's women that do that. They're these mouthy individuals who think they are deserving stuff from people that they don't even know. Uh, that has to cease and desist. And, of course, we have to come at each other uh, in a straightforward, uh, honorable manner and put aside these narcissistic, uh, uh, selfish tendencies. But I, I do not have a problem because most men, it has been said, acquire stuff to attract women. I mean, stuff in and of itself, except to the level that it uh, supplies your basic needs, is, is, is not even valuable. So you acquire stuff for a purpose. Now, let me just hurriedly say this. We don't have a lot of stuff because of the... Uh, community confusion. We don't have businesses because we don't have the healthy prelude to businesses, which would be healthy relationships. If I have a healthy relationship with you, I will support your business. If I don't, I'll boycott your business. So blacks tend to boycott each other perfectly. (laughs) Wow, that is so true. Yeah, and the thing is, are you still there? I don't know yeah. if we're having technical difficulties. No, Tony. Well, I guess he's still here. He's there. Go ahead. We're listening. Yeah, well, uh, one of the things is when you find the, the the guys who are, you know, they develop the bling uh, to attract the women, what women need to understand, these guys are purchasing you, and a purchase product is never that valued of a product, uh, particularly in this context. Uh, When a man has to chase a woman, she becomes a trophy. What do we do with trophies? Where do you normally see trophies? Sitting on a shelf collecting dust, right? Absolutely. Yes. And so you don't want to be a trophy that gamish sense. What you want to be is a vital, viable partner. And so that requires intelligent participation, and, uh, of of course, that's what we don't have enough of today. But women, and see, women know what they're doing. Women are purposeful. Um, You you, you know, there are some women, like they say, there are groupies for doctors, attorneys, uh, groupies for for sports stars. You, You know, there are groupies. But what I like to focus on are the are the good women and men who just have a hard time meeting each other. That's the reason you, you have I all these. I to say the good groupies. Yeah, that's the reason you have all these dating services, <laughs> Match.com, <laughs> eHarmony. But you know, if if we really prioritize relationships, we will uh, uh, almost cease the need for. Uh, dating services, because we'll be connecting each other in our local communities. And so that's what I advise you guys to do. Move this out of cyberspace into real time and space where you have uh, quality women who meet 
and they talk to the men, they talk about their negotiables versus non-negotiables, and a lot of times a woman with a list of 20 things in open and honest conversation, she'll cut that down to maybe two things or maybe three. You follow me? Now, uh, one of the big points that you, one of the real critical points that you just made, which is something I feel very strongly about, is with the advent of the Internet and all these websites that you just suggested, a lot of our humanity has been moved from us. It's like they have us believing now on these ads that they run. One in five relationships now begins online. That's not possible since um, millions of people still don't have computers. So you're using a, a biased statistic or research to say that. And by creating all these second life and virtual worlds, we are not spending enough time together. Our kids are growing up on video games and stuff. So no longer do we feel this bond. That's why I kind of went back to the point where you're talking about just sitting in the park talking, something I, I feel very strongly about because sometimes people are guilty of the grass is greener. We, you know, everybody has this grass is greener syndrome while you have not dealt with the situation at hand, but you're trying to step into the next situation while this one ain't been handled yet. I think this you country's too, what I'm I, I think this country's too fat anyway. They need to walk more. <laughs> You're right about that. <laughs> a, a broken <laughs> clock is right twice a day. So some things are going to work for anybody. Trust me. You see seeds growing along the road. You can see a wheat seed growing along the road. That will not be sufficient to make to uh, create a loaf of bread or to feed the masses. Uh, what we do has to be intentional and purposeful if it's going to benefit the largest majority. I'm not against the Internet. I've heard it referred to as dysfunction junction. But the point of it is, even if you meet on the Internet, you've still got to meet in person. You see? Absolutely. Internet is just Absolutely. a tool. It's, it's merely a tool. The ultimate... Our uh, expression of, of connecting with another person is meeting that person face-to-face. -face. So the more you can do of that at the outset, the further along you're going to be. And see, this is the other thing I talk about. Uh, now, I don't like rejection from a woman. Uh, most men, if they're honest, don't like rejection. Boy, you good. I don't like rejection, period. Well, right. But, but see, the thing of it is, Women have not seen themselves as operating from a position of original choice power, even though they're equal and free, and that is a communication, or should I say a social miscommunication, where you have adult women still acting, for the most part, in their personal lives like children. So women need yes, to uh, help break down this wall when they, uh, at the hearing of, of what their participation in the problem is, and also what their necessary participation in the solution should be, is to be more social, talk to more men. After all, if you want to be in a, in a relationship with a man, you've got to be social with him, and you've got to, yes, learn, how to, you, you've got to learn how to do that. So women now, need... Mr. Solution, I want to add on to that comment. Uh, you just said in order to understand and function with a man... You have to speak to a man, and before that you said a lot of women in their personal life conduct themselves as little girls. In order to know how to function with a man, you have to talk to a man, not a little boy. And we exactly. want to make sure exactly. we about this. If you're talking to little boys, and little boys are what you have dated, when you come into the realm of a real man, you will not understand him because you are not used to the concepts that he's presenting to you. They seem foreign to you. They seem very foreign to you. And even though each of us still has an inner child, at some point the grown-ass man or grown-ass woman has to surface for you to do what I like to call, it's a very simple term, I call it process thought. You must be able to sit and process the thought. And going back to an earlier comment that you passed as a solution, where you say insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result, that is how most people conduct themselves, both male and female, because you have dated six different women, and each woman will
was of the same woman with different spirits. And you expected a different damn result. If you've been dating Destiny and Alize and Hennessy and Shaniqua, and you expect to run into um, um, uh, Suzette, and you want to apply the same terminology because you've been running with strippers, you ain't going to get the same result because this lady is from a different caliber as the six before, so you're confused, befuddled, and you don't know what to do. Same thing with women. You've been dating thugs. You've been dating uh, immature men, and when you run into a mature man, you're dazed and confused, and you don't know how to operate. We must process thought. It is very important to sit and think about the crap you're going to do before you do it, and that's how us as brothers will start making a lot of the mistakes that we've made, myself included, was to take a minute and say, hold on, let me pause for a minute and think about this. Um, what am I going to do here? What am I going to do here? And then the solution will come clear to you. Right, right, right. See, today women are making choices in guys. Women are choosing the guys that they and raising the guys, by the way. They're birthing, raising and choosing the guys that they complain about. But if we just take it to the selection process, uh, because women don't do a lot of initiation, not all, I would say only about maybe 3 to 5% of the women initiate healthy contact with men. But, see, women are making these bad choices in men, and then they're blaming men for what they are responsible for. And women need to hear that. Women need to make better choices. If the choices of men so far that you've been uh, selecting, as as you just said, brother, uh, uh, you know, a lot of times we select the same person just in a different face, as it were. We we select the same personality, the same soul, as it were, Uh, incompatible soul, I might add. But, see, women are selecting these guys. If you go out... Look at the selection process, or if you ask a woman, you say, what made you select the guy that you chose? A lot of times women won't even know. They're making a selection unconsciously. But so they need to be more conscious and more purposeful. They need to engage with men. I like to talk about women increasing their male IQ. A lot of women are just ignorant of men. And in order to uh, remediate that ignorance, they're just going to have to communicate with men uh, to a greater degree. Okay, okay, that, that's a very, very, very profound statement. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we are down to the last two minutes of the show with Mr. Solution. If you have time next week, we would love for you to pop in because I want to do a show on what you were talking about earlier the blatant disrespect we have for each other in the black community, that's why we can't get ahead. That's something that has been weighing very heavily on my heart. And if you are able to, we would love to have you next week because we're going to discuss that a little bit more as the show goes on. So we'd love to have you in on that discussion. Well, thank you. Recite your address, uh, your email address. I want to shoot you some scientific information. It's called Love Lessons. Decoding the Desire for Bad Boys, and it's by Natasha Burton, B-U-R-T-O-N. And you might just want to uh, start to page that or Google it, whichever. And it tells you the process that women go through in selecting guys. Uh, This is a scientific uh, study done in August uh, August of 2011. Love Lessons, Decoding the Desire for Bad Boys. By, Nat- by Natasha Burton. Well, I'm going to give you the easiest one right now. It would be Lamont at worldmovement.com. I think Tony at worldmovement.com is active too, but Lamont yes, at worldmovement.com is the easiest email address, and it will get to everybody that needs it. We want to thank you. You've been a hell of a guest um, on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, you all know how it goes. Thanks to our sponsors, www.worldmovement.com. Check out the music. Check out the books. Play your allergy. Play your step your game up. Who is she and what is she to you? Join us next week as your boy won't get back on his political pulpit.
to my brothers and sisters out there in the Occupy movement. We're going to keep this thing going. Hey, Pizzle, say goodbye to your fans, my friend. See y'all next week. Same time, same channel. Can a play a play in the building? Yeah, man. Check this out, baby girl. It's a few things I want to explain to you, you know. Now, if you're going to be with me, we got to vibe together. Now, that word means a whole lot to me. Now, what I mean by that, it's it, 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 it simple as this. You got to open up your head. Matter of fact, open up your mind and let me put my head inside of your head so you can think like me and move like me and vibe like me. You know what I'm talking about? You can smoke, you can roll, you can move, you can groove, you can drink, you can drive, you can vibe with the up. You can bounce, you can dip, you can slip, you can ride, you can shake, you can fly, you can vibe with a pimp. You can smoke, you can roll, you can move, you can go, you can drink, you can ride, you can vibe with a pimp. You can bounce, you can dip, you can slip, you can ride, you can shake, you can fly, you can vibe with a pimp. You can vibe with a pimp, vibe with a pimp. Dip when I dip, come by my crib. Post with a player, let me show you what it is. I don't really want too much, mama, just a little bit. I can't even give you what you want, mama, wait a little bit. Got this place I gotta get, so I'ma tell you what it is. You can bowl, you can post, we can ride up on the coast. Just post with your folks, just vibe with a pimp. See what I see, you said I'm G'd up, I said I'm guilty. Now when I'm in the spot, girl, I'm throwing something silky. Bad to the bone, pure red bone. Ride with a player and show me what you made of. Ride with the all chrome D's on the bone. Out to get the paper, sparkling like my Dana. Ride with the all gold honey spoke song. G'd as I wanna be. Can't you see what I see? You can smoke, you can go, you can move, you can go, you can drink, you can ride, you can vibe with a pimp. You can bounce, you can dip, you can slip, you can ride, you can shake, you can fly, you can.